Podcast Network Asia. One of the big worry of many homeschooling parents, including me, is how to assess their child's progress. And they want to know how to see that homeschooling is really working and kumbaga, get some that assurance their child is really learning. We love our kids and want what's best for them. So we like reassurance that we're not negatively impacting our child's lives academically, socially, or by homeschooling. So when you decide to take that big plunge and start homeschooling, how do you know that your child is achieving his full academic potential? And how do you know that he or she is meeting educational goals and milestones? If you're interested with this topic, Please be with us. Are you confused, overwhelmed, and worried about your homeschooling journey? Don't worry, you're not alone. We are here to help. I am your host, Novi Antan, your homeschool coach, and in this podcast, I will be guiding you with everything you need to know about homeschooling. Join me and my friends as we share tips, tricks, best practices, and experiences in every aspect of homeschooling. We'll help you figure out what you need to know so that you can come up with your own homeschooling rhythm. Together, let us learn how to homeschool without losing our minds. So mga parents, it is the time of the year that we could have the opportunity to be able to, you know, evaluate the progress and the learning of our kids. So, dahil nga po, no, if you are bago lang po mag-homeschool or nag-homeschool ka na, as you continue to teach your children, we become increasingly confident in what our children know and what they maybe struggle with and what they are not yet ready to learn. So, having said that po, let me offer some suggestion of ways that we could be able to informally maybe test your child of ways of your children that can display on what they have learned. Pero disclaimer lang po, ano, mga suggestions lang po ito. I've been doing homeschool for more than a decade, but then again, it doesn't mean po na ito ay swak sa inyo. Kasi iba't iba naman po tayo ng journey in homeschooling. And the following ideas that I might give you or will give you ay nagamit na rin po ng mga ibang homeschoolers in evaluating their children's progress. So, let us start. First, ways on how to be able to observe or kung makikita natin ang mga homeschoolers natin na nagpo-progress is observation. So, observing your child is a very straightforward method po for assessing their progress. For example, if your child can read this year and last year, he or she couldn't, well, your child is progressing. When you correct your child's math worksheet and the long division problems are correct. Wow, thank you, Lord. No, nagawa na rin po niya. And you know that your child is getting it. And if you're using maybe workbooks and your child is completing them and getting the answers right, well, definitely magigage po natin na naiintindihan niya po yung material na binigay natin. Pero what if the progress is harder to see? And what if it's really slow? 
iba-iba po kasi talaga ng learning curve ang mga anak natin. The goal here is not to push them or force them, but really meeting where our child is. And one of the things that you could be able to do or a suggestion is look over their shoulder as they work. Listen to the things that they share, maybe with their own siblings or with you. Okay? And try to gauge on this remark no? that or marks that you could be able to gauge na talagang may natutunan ang mga anak mo. Or like a checklist if you want to say that, you could be able to remove the word checklist. But something, a guide or like a barometer na, okay, may natutunan anak ko. Like the reading part, the comprehension part. Nare-retain ba yung information? Okay. The content of the study. Yung focus ng interest. Those are things that you could be able to mark. And I do believe, what is your child saying? Like for example, no, ang lesson po natin is bird watching. You go into a nature walk, no? You could be able to carefully observe your children at the work. It will become more evident in what subjects they are thriving and in what areas they need more support and more practice. So that is observation. Next po is you could be able to have some snapshot of progress. Kasi ito maganda sa atin sa technology natin ngayon, eh, no? You could be able to compare what you took pictures last year and this year. So something that you could be able to do beginning and the end of school year. So you could be able to ask yourself na, ah, ito nag-progress. So make like simple low-key evaluation that helps you measure each of your child's improvement over the course of the year. So even when the progress is slow po, Alternately, you could be able to just make notes or make pictures, make your own scrapbook of your own students' abilities in various areas at the beginning and end of school year to keep and compare maybe work samples as well. Kaya maganda rin po yung portfolio if you're doing that and learn. So I do believe po once our children learns, no, nakakatawa, no? we celebrate that learning progress as well. Next po, is after this observation is yung tinatawag nating evaluation and testing. Sa totoo lang po, evaluation and testing are both common means for measuring child progress. Galing po tayong lahat dyan, di ba? Very conventional. But I just want to be honest, I'm not really especially fond of this method because naniniwala po ako that some kids simply don't test well. Like, I have one of my kids, no? na nasa-stress siya sa mga test-tests, no? There are just some things that I also believe that a standardized test can't measure. Alam nyo, kung magkakaroon nga po ako ng wishlist, I was telling my kids years ago and even until now na I hope our education, even not only in this country but in other countries, na ma-evaluate nila na hindi lang po one way to teach our kids, no? or to evaluate our kids. Kasi iba't iba naman po yung learning curve nila. Meron akong anak, hindi siya magaling sa ritem, pero pag tinanong mo, ibang level. So, yung mga ganun, no? but it will take time, I know, no? But I do believe na ipag-pray po natin yan because advocate ko po talaga yung meeting where your child is. But then again, kailangan din nila talagang, you know, mapaghirapan ito at makita talaga kung talagang nag-progress sila. So, you can't always, kasi I believe you can't always measure progress by test scores. For example, no, I know of a person, no, 
never tested well, even during the course of the homeschool year. And that parent observed the progress at home. And that child was reading at first grade level when he started homeschooling. And on the third grade level, by the end of the first year, on her second grade year, makikita na yung progress. But the next year, no, nung nag-standardized test yung bata, it was low. So, iba-iba talaga eh. I do believe that it's really, it's really not something that parang yun yung identity. But you have to check it out if that really works for you. Ako, I, to tell you honestly, what I do, I yearly test what we call ALSAT. I think that's one of the greatest standard diet test that I could be able to gauge. Kasi hindi lang po, natetest yung bata at the day itself, no? Alam din nung test kung anong attitude nung bata during the test. At ang maganda rin po rito is na-evaluate din po natin yung tayo, mga magulang, no? It's a very, um, I like the test, no? I do believe, maybe you could be able to check it out. All sat test po yun, yung Otin-Lenon test. Okay. So, there are things that we need to check out on how to progress. But before we move on, let's check this out. Hello, I'm Granny McDuff. Join me for a new story every week. Or listen to all of my stories anytime. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Go to storicmedia.com. That's S-T-O-R-I-C-M-E-D-I-A.com for more information. Hey, Joe and Rika here. Are you enjoying this episode? Hope you can also check out our podcast where we talk about a bunch of stuff that we're currently into, our topic of the day, and we can also answer questions from you. Anything Goes! Anything Goes with Joe and Rika is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. Check us out after listening to this one. So how to use tests as a tool? When I look at was not how high or how low the scores were, but how they compared with the previewed testing that I had. Alam niyo po yung Otin Lennon test, pwede mong gawin yan every two years. Pero ako talaga, we always do it every year. You know, just to check it out, kung ano yung kailangan improve. Like for example, the scores were about the same, for example, percentile. And this is like a year ago. And I knew that if my child weren't making progress, the test scores would have been lower because she was being tested on skills that were like, for example, one year grade level higher than her previous test. So I know that homeschooling is working for my child based on my observation. And the fact that yung standard test niya ay hindi nag-drop. So it confirms that my child, by taking that standard test, no, yung Otin-Lennon test, she was at above average in every area of this. So you can also use the tests, for example, also within workbooks that you're using. Yun po, very objective to evaluate your child's progress. But please don't be stressed your child over test though, no? Making it clear po that your kids and the tests are just a tool to provide feedback for you. And they show you areas that 
um, you may need to go over a bit more to be able to achieve mastery. And I do believe standardized tests are not a measure of your student's intelligence. So, check it out lang po on that thing. Next is how to be able to know your progress of your kids or if they're learning is discussion. This is the most, actually the beautiful part of homeschooling that I love. Talk with your children about what they're learning or about uh, what you are learning as well. And ask questions. Listen to their answers. Maybe give a thoughtful answer to their question. And grabe lang po, you will be amazed when you re-listen to your child thoughts. Remember that discussion will be able to flow in a very caring and responsive environment. They will not flow in, nakapapansin ko yung inquisition atmosphere. Na para bang ha? I mean, ganun. Dapat very responsive, very caring yung atmosphere when you do that discussion part. So we need to examine the settings in which we ourselves feel most at home, like sharing our own thoughts, then try to be more sensitively create that kind of environment for our children. For instance, I love the conversational atmosphere of, you know, putting some, you know, music background, no? And then, kakain kami ng paborito nilang pagkain, pansit kanton. So, definitely, your child will respond warmly, no? To this setting, when given the opportunity to be able to share their thoughts, no? They would also enjoy na uh, hindi siya parang rigid na ito, ito yung mga questions ko, dapat sagutin mo. So, chill lang, di ba? So, have that kind of atmosphere. So, that is what we call the discussion. Next is checking reading progress. So, iba't iba naman yung evaluation natin yun, no? But, siyempre, when my kids are still young, I really like to be able to follow the reading progress, yung tinatawag nilang level book list. Madami po yun sa internet. Yung mga, kung anong level of reading nila. Or tinatawag na reading level assessment. Ayan. And the best method also of level book list, because it shows you where your child is by just looking at the books that they're reading. So, kung ano yung pwede mag-match. So, pagkukuha ng libro, ah, ito yung level niya. Ito yung makakuha niya. However, if bago naman po kayo sa homeschooling and meron po kayong anak na nagsastruggle to read, the reading level assessment, I do believe, can be very incredibly um, reassuring naman po. So, something to be able to gauge. Kumbaga, may guide ka lang on that end. Okay? So, na-discuss natin, observation, okay? And what we call evaluation testing and how to use these test tools and then checking the reading progress. Now, let's try to do, or maybe you can do, is narration with an explanation. So, I just want to share, no? If you have time to be able to look for the book of Susan Maculay, and for the child's sake, magandang maganda po yun. And it was discussed there that narration simply means allowing your child to be able to tell their own story in their own words. And what is it all about? Ang maganda po rito, the children narrate back to you. No? It's not up to way, no? mind you, hindi po yun. It's what focusing on what they have learned or what you just read aloud or what they read to themselves. Kasi this is very enlightening to listen to your child narrate. 
and it would get more from the story than you think. In fact, they may have picked up on some, for example, new ones that you would not have expected. So the goal here is to be open to what your children consider important. It's also getting to know our kids. And I do believe that is really, really important. We need to allow our children uh, to be able to designate important events no, in whatever books that you are reading. Even uh, to be able to enlarge their understanding of what else was more important in the story. Whether that is biography or whatever you are kind of book that you are reading. Obviously, if your children have not listened and cannot be able to accurately narrate what was in the story, I do believe the story needs to be reread with alam mo yun, little more enthusiasm. So we need to be more careful not to stop on a new, newly budding creative thinker. Especially kung start lang po kayong mag-narrate. And I do believe if you're gonna do it narration, then explanation. So narration, if your child can tell you about, no, or teach you, explanation is what your child have learned. So you have, you can do a lot of things for fun in doing that. For example, one of the things that you can do is be a teacher for a day. And we as parents can be a student. Other ways is Help, the, help teach the material to a younger sibling. Yan, mas maganda kasi may retention yan, di ba? Kanina yung tinuro ko about observation, retaining information. One of the things that I've learned when my oldest child is teaching to my youngest child, may retention talaga. Iba talaga pag ikaw yung nagtuturo. Next is maybe create a test to give you or maybe your spouse or whatever who are the older in the family and let him grade it. No? Galeng. We can be involved within the family. Next is maybe you could be able to create a presentation to be able to give to your spouse, your dad, your friends, or your grandparents. So the goal here is to keep it fun and low-key so that there isn't uh, alam mo yun, unnecessary pressure for our kids. Instead, it's just a fun way or an opportunity to show what they have learned. The bottom line is that when you homeschool, you're uh, with your kids all day, every day, you'll be able to see their progress. Sometimes, uh, iba't-iba po na improvement. And it's so gradual, sometimes it's hard to see. It's kind of like that when you don't realize how much your kids have grown until they try to, you know, be able to see kung, di ba, narealize ko nga lang po yun, no? kung alam kung malaki na sila kasi araw-araw mo silang kasama. Yung pajama ng anak ko, kasi sinusuot yan in the whole day. Nirealize ko na talagang nag-grow siya. Isa e nakita ko, oh no, dati nasa, hindi ko nakikita yung uncle niya. Ngayon nakikita ko na. <laughs> Alam mo yung ganun. So, I do believe the improvement is hard to see. But you know, it's there. So, just as you knew they were learning to walk or talk or drink from a cup, you'll be able to see that they are making academic progress. So, ang goal here is to be able to at be attuned to our kids' strengths and weaknesses. And that's the beauty of homeschooling. Homeschooling does work and you will know. Okay? So I hope this is really helpful in your journey. Next of our um, how do we know if my kid is progressing or learning is projects and presentation. Rather than have your students answer true or false questions, 
maybe guess on a multiple choice or fill in the blanks, you could be able to utilize a project and presentation. And doon po, mag-gauge po nila, maging creative sila. Expressive way for students to be able to determine what they have learned. No? Yung projects po, it can range from a very simple science experiment, uh, be able to conduct within your family to maybe gagawa ka ng mga magagandang poster, okay, mga plywood, whatever to make you more creative. They could be able to use some artwork, crafts experiment, or diagrams, blah, blah, blah. So, yun po, eh, talagang may enhance at mapupush po sila to be able to make those projects. Yung presentation could include um, like an um, audience. You just add, like for example, you can just add uh, water to this dry ice and viola. Like an erupting volcano, yan ang mga pinaka-popular no, na gawin natin before our very eyes. Or they could be able to make some skit, puppet show, dramatic recitation, debate, okay? That is what you can be able to do. Ang pinakamaganda pa po is I still remember and I re- I really miss that when a uh, co-op comes here every Wednesday. Meron kami mga presentation na ginagawa and our kids are really involved on that. Sila yung mga naging host, sila yung gumagawa ng program. So, there are a lot of ways also na you could be able to maximize that co-op together no? by presenting and my making projects together as well as a group. No? May, may exercise din po yun, no? And they can make lam some, you know, true songs and make some choir. So there's a lot that you could be able to do also as a group to your peers. So yun, some fun that you could be able to do with other kids as well. Yun, may retention yun. Kasi if there's fun, maalala nila kung ano ang ginawa din nila. And they could be able to collaborate with other people as well. I hope madami po tayo natututunan with this. And I'm also being refreshed kasi next year, mag-homeschooling na po ako and I'm so excited to share it with you guys. So the next point, no? Other than observation, narration, and explanation, you know, checking the reading or examination or test, let us do in how to know the progress of our kids is the tailor-made lessons. This is so beautiful in homeschooling. You could be able to ask your children what they are interested in learning. It is much easier to learn what you want to know than to learn what you have no interest in knowing. Isn't this obvious that our children will learn readily and enthusiastically if they have some say in a matter about what they are to learn, diba? Kasi this is not to say po that you see teaching grammar or math or phonics, no? But it does mean you could try to balance out na mawawala yung mga complaint nila kasi alam nilang involved sila sa pag-aaralan nila. So, kami po, no, uh, here in my family, we make it every year or a point every year to sit down with our children and ask each of them, what would you like to learn about this year? The subject suggested, like for example, is um, my kids, for example, no, yung mga, like for example, my only son, nakakatawa kasi siya, gusto niya, talagang laging may laro. No? So gusto niya, kumuha ako ng mga materials na madaming activities, involvement talaga na madaming hands-on learning. So I have to find 
something like that. And I will ask him, oh, ito ano ba? It works ba? Ticheck niya kung less worksheets or workbook. So, okay na kami doon. So, something like that. no? Or like my daughter gusto niya more involved on ballet. So, yung mga topics is more on ballet. So, let us try to find ways to incorporate at least some of their interests into the planning of our school year. The creative, unusual suggestion sometimes na na-offer ng mga anak natin, sometimes we have to stretch a little bit, no? So that they can be able to learn things we could never have thought about learning, no? Something that we could also push na, ah, pwede pala to, no? And it's really wonderfully benefited us all. Maganda pong experience to. I know it will take an extra effort. Like me, I'm very structured. But by doing that, it could make really your homeschooling very meaningful. So, I do believe po the proceeding of have all been relationship-based evaluators used to discover what our children are learning. And yung mga tinatawag nating formal evaluation, which we are probably more familiar with, that we can utilize. Yun po yung nasabi ko sa inyo. Yung mga learning tests, no? And I do believe na one of the things that we could be able to give tips to our kids na hindi ko nasabi earlier is importante yun that our kids will learn how to read instructions. Nako, grabe, no? Meron akong anak na ang galing-galing niya pero hindi siya nag-read na instruction so mali siya lahat. So may mga ganun. So we need to really train our kids to read the questions very carefully. And one of the tips that we could able to give is don't be overconfident. Like when they finish, kasi mga anak ko, they want to finish fast, no? Na nakikita nila na una sila. Check your work. Keep on checking your work after you finish them. So, some of the things that they can be able to learn, no? Na hindi porket na kailangan mauuna, eh, tapos ka na. No, don't, let us not teach our kids to be like that. So, read the questions very carefully and check your work. Yun yung hindi ko nasabi sa inyo a while ago. So, one also important concept to remember is test po is to evaluate how well you have been teaching or how well the materials have done their job more than how good the student is. Okay? Let us not berate our student for not knowing something. Let us use kung if ever the student's lack of knowledge in a particular area as a sign to be able to go back and reteach an area. Perhaps, maybe using different materials or different execution. Okay? Or maybe, kailangan natin babayan yung expectation natin. Another means of formal um, evaluation po is we could be able to really gauge and prepare our kids na wag matakot. No? Especially yung tinatawag nating pep test. Kung kayo po ay nagpe-pep test. So, kung nagpe-peptest po tayo, kailangan alam din natin kung ano yung mga tinatawag natin na pwedeng maging test through in that peptest. Now, wala pa, to, pa tayong mga reviewer, but I do believe magkakaroon po siya soon. Let's pray about it. And I'm going to make a podcast all about peptest. And also, you could be able to check on the learning competencies of DepEd. Something that you could be able to check on as well. So, I hope po nakatulong po itong mga tips natin on how to be able to really check our kids' 
progress in our homeschooling or what they are learning as well. So, mga parents, don't be too hard to yourself, okay? And I do believe, this is a journey. Lahat ng po ng buhay natin, no? Uh, tinetest po yan para po mag-garanty kung ano bang mga natutunan natin sa buhay, what are the things that we need to improve, and some things that we can also learn as parents, no? It's not only a one-way thing na ang mga anak lang natin ang itetest natin, pero tayo rin pong mga magulang. And I just want to magnify that on that end. Kung ang mga anak natin, tinetest natin on that end, no? But kailangan bigyan din natin ang mga anak natin ng pagkakataon na itest din tayo. And maybe one of my podcasts, I could be able to uh, really focus on that as well. Maraming maraming pong salamat for the opportunity to be able to do this in this podcast and for just choosing to be with us today. And if you think this is really helpful, you can share this to other parents. And please do subscribe, okay? And tag us in iHomeschoolPH and screenshot this because we really, really love to know if you are learning from all of this podcast. Maraming maraming salamat po. And God bless you and I do believe you'll be able to finish strong this year. God bless you! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of iHomeschool PH Podcast. If this episode helped and encouraged you, please do subscribe and rate this podcast and leave a comment. Don't forget to spread the word by screenshotting it and sharing it to your friends on social media. I'd love to hear how God has encouraged your heart today. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitter. Until the next episode, wishing you a day filled with grace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.